Welcome to the TT's Table Talk Season 2 series, which is titled Sipping Tea in the Living Room. If you are wondering what we are all about here and you have not already done so, check out the series introduction, which I am sure that after hearing, you will decide that this is the place where you want to be. As in past episodes, we start out with a little humor, which is sourced from various online social media entries. Then we move on to the message of the week, followed by life-giving affirmation, soul-soothing meditation, a real-life tip of the week, and finally ending with an appeal for purpose. So let's get started with episode one. See you at the table. Nine-year-old Joey was asked by his mother what he'd learned in Sunday school. Excited to tell her, he said, well, mom, Our teacher told us how God sent Moses behind enemy lines on a rescue mission to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. And when he got to the Red Sea, he had his engineers build a pontoon bridge and all the people walked across safely. Then he used his walkie-talkie to radio headquarters and called in an airstrike. And then they sent in bombers to blow up the bridge, and all the Israelites were saved. Curious about his rendition, his mom asked, Now, Joey, is that really what your teacher taught you? Then Joey confessed, Well, no, Mom. But if I had told it the way the teacher did, you never believe it. The Living Room I remember the living room of the house where I grew up as being a gathering spot for family and where friends would settle into whenever they would come to visit. I remember it being decorated for holidays, surprise birthday parties, cakewalks, and any other joyous occasion. I also remember it as a place of mourning and sorrow when there was bad news to share whether it was an illness or a death of a loved one. We gathered there in the living room to support each other and process the news and sort things out. I remember that living room being tastefully decorated and well appointed as well as stripped to the studs as a work in progress. I remember it at times looking pristine with white furniture covered with clear vinyl 
as well as it at times looking a bit cluttered because somebody did not keep up with their chores. <laughs> Digging a little deeper, however, I realized that there's another very important something that I remember about the living room. I remember that whenever it was at its best, there were clean and bedecked with fine furnishings. My mom, for good reason, laid down the law, declaring that that room was off limits. No food, no drinks, and no horsing around. As kids, we came to understand that these boundaries were set to protect and preserve the room while it was in such a beautiful state. It was obvious to us even then that whenever folk would come to visit, the living room served not only as a witness of my parents' sacrifice and provision for us, but also as a sign that the family was doing okay. I think, therefore, I can say that the living room was a very important part of our home. Fast forward to today. I am all grown up with a home of my own and am not the least bit surprised by the fact that the living room of my home looks very pleasant to me. However, unlike when I was growing up, My living room now, except for a holiday or two once or twice a year, is not bustling with activity and there are no rules. Yet today, just like back then, I experience my living room when it is festively adorned, clean, decked out, pristine, cluttered, bare, and in various states of repair and disrepair. And here too is where I am bound to experience every emotion from laughter to tears, anxiety to reassurance, from disappointment to satisfaction, passion to indifference, from anger to calm, regret to contentment, from joy to sorrow, and the list goes on. If I would dare to psychoanalyze myself and dig a little deeper, I would boldly assert that the living room in my home is much like my life. It is a combination and a sum of my life's station, status, and situations. When you walk into my living room, you would probably be able to make some very safe assumptions and statements about me based on the things with which I surround myself. In the same vein, if we were to meet outside of my home and I were to conduct myself in a certain way towards or around you, or if I were to share with you some of my flippant views deepest thoughts or secrets, then based on those and how you evaluate and interpret the same, you then too would have a basis on which to form an opinion of me.
believe that in total, the space that we create or develop around ourselves, both physically and dynamically, are reflections of who we are and how and for whom we live. Our living room, physically and internally, is our own little corner of the whole wide world. Our living room. This is where, how, and for whom we live. week's meditation affirmation is an excerpt of a poem titled Still of the Moment, which is sampled from the book Sipping Tea in the Living Room, and it reads, For we walk by faith and not by sight the words that we believe and say. But what we believe is not what we practice when we start our day. We awake from our slumber, thankful, but with a wince, a sigh, and a frown. Then jolt out of bed to start the day, only to let new worries weigh us down. Our affirmations are these. Please feel free to repeat them with me. I am walking by faith. I am thankful and excited for each new day. I am blessed. the tip of the week. No matter the current trend, we should not be afraid to surround ourselves with the things we love. Our living room should reflect who we are. If you love to read, add books. If you love to collect memorabilia, find a single spot in a room to put them on display. If you want to explore bold colors or mixed prints, but are not sure how you would tolerate the noise or the busyness of doing so, then stick with the neutrals for the major items. Then pop in the boldness with smaller, more disposable items like pillows, paintings, photographs, wall art, and print. Spiritually, If we heed the words of Psalms 37.4, that if we take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart, we will find that our living room, our own little piece of this universe, a piece of our existence, 
will be decorated with love and will grow more pleasing and inviting with every passing day. for purpose. All minds clear? O Lord our God, how great Thou art! Please forgive us our sins both of omission and commission and hear our prayers. We come before You humbly asking that You meet us where we are and show us where and what you want us to be. Help us to recognize hidden obstacles and face all challenges that lie ahead of us. Help us to be a testimony to the world of your grace, mercy, kindness, and love. Let us be a source of light and peace to those who believe, those who are not sure, and of course those who do not, so that we can all prosper as your word goes forth. Father God, it is by the power of your Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Thank you for spending time with me today. This new series is based on my book, Designed for Life, Sipping Tea in the Living Room, and is available on Amazon. For additional resources and to sign up for my mailing list, be sure to check out my website at abeautyfilledlife.com. That's one word, abeautyfilledlife.com. And please remember to leave a like, a thumbs up, and or a follow wherever you get your podcast. So until next time, ta-ta.